0: found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg
1: and a good friday afternoon everybody friday the 13th on the Ken Miller Show, Trent Conner and myself with you for the next two hours, as we are every Monday through Friday, from noon until two. A lot of football on Fridays, at least that's where we normally go, and we will. But man, oh man, hard not to talk baseball. As the Cubs, they fall behind four to one last night. You're wondering, you know what, uh, they're playing with house money. It was a heck of a run. But all things have to come to an end. Not so fast as we play the fifth inning And the Nationals, if there is a way to implode, they are going to find it. And they did again, just as bizarre a baseball game as you're going to see. Had a little bit of everything, including a blown call and Javi Baez with the lack of catcher's interference. Um, Trent, uh, let's start there. Good afternoon. First of all, just, uh, just a game last night that if you're a Cubs fan... You woke up this morning. Did you really see what you just thought you saw last night? Into the wee hours, especially if you're on the East Coast, it was approaching midnight for us uh, last night. But what a bizarre set set of circumstances uh, that unfolded last night that allowed the Cubs to move on in the Nationals yet again. To put the equipment away. Yeah,
2: Division Series loss for the Nats. No surprise, right? I mean, we knew it it was pretty much inevitable. It had to go that way. But the route that we got there was absolutely incredible. And it was not a well-played baseball game last night. No, not by any means. It's not going to go down. You're not going to look at one of those, you know, top 25 games Mm -hmm. the last 25 years. That will not be on there. No, Worth doesn't want to see. That'll be how his Nats career comes to an end. That sliding
1: attempt. Yeah, you know what? I look at, I have no idea whether he lost it in the lights. Yeah. That was very quickly what Ron Darling threw out there. His, his former players are very quick, a lot of times, to mm-hmm. you know, to cover for, for, for our current players. Whether he did or whether he didn't, but that that was just one of the bizarre
2: circumstances. Yeah. Uh, just a crazy game. And so uh, going back and forth, talking with some people, and I, I continue to say, it's not a well-played game, but it was so entertaining. Oh, you couldn't turn so it off. So interesting. and And just, and that's the difference. And for some people, I guess you have to see three-run homers and you have to see mm. dominating performance out of pitchers. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you know, mix it up a little bit. You have the same lunch every day. Finally, this week, <laughs> yes, I did. After six weeks together, you finally but mixed it up. Look what I've got today, Trent. I'm right back, uh, baby. Back, back with your sandwich, <laughs> yeah. the same and sandwich every day. Yeah. But you mixed it up finally. Mm-hmm. Last night was a good mix-up. It wasn't about dominating performances from mm-hmm. pitchers or Aaron Judge hitting homers or for the cup, you know, whoever it is. It was weird. It was entertaining. It was interesting. It was different. And that's baseball. And yeah. that's why I think I love the sport, and I think you do, too. Oh, no, absolutely love it. It's because I don't remember who said it, but every time you go to a ballpark, you're, you're going to see, see something new.
1: There's a pretty good chance you're going to. And absolutely.
2: I'll tell you what. never saw an inning quite like the, uh, what was it, the fifth? Fifth inning. Oh, Bottom of the, or top of the fifth. I don't think we're going to see one unfold like that no. anytime soon.
1: And it had some It had some great moments. I mean, Javi Baez uh, gunning down Turner at the plate in mm-hmm. that baseball game last night. Um I agree. There's very few second basemen that can make that throw the ball. He threw it at 86 miles an hour on a line. Wilson Contreras behind the plate, applying the tag. And then later on in the game, uh, Lobaton, the, the backup catcher who was making his first appearance in the series, that's going to eat him all off season, Trent.
2: So, all right. I know we're supposed to come in here. You have to have opinion and stick with your... I continue to go back and forth with baseball replay. I understand... I, you want to get it right. Right. And that's why it is there. You want to get it right. But there's still a part of me, that's not why replay was No, put you're in. right. Whether it's for, second or on an any base, quite any base, frankly. Uh, a guy's for just a... Uh, Millisecond. Right. His foot comes up. That's not why it's put in there. I understand to the letter law, yes, he's out. Yeah. And if you want to get it right, I kind of do want to have it both ways. And I know that's not you know what you're supposed to do in Sports Talk Radio, but I'm just being truthful. I want something where... Let's use a little common sense. That's not why replay is there. Never was. Now, if the tag would have got there before as he was sliding in and they didn't call it, yes, that's why it's there, Mm -hmm. but not for that moment. No, I agree. But I don't think you can this year, Trent. We always do every game. I don't think you can put the genie back in the bottle, though, here. Can you?
1: No, you can't. But that just leads the people out there. Well, if you're going to call that, and not nitpick, but if you're going to call that rule. Uh, and enforce it the way that you are, then why aren't you enforcing the strike zone the way that it's yes. supposed to be enforced? And right. we never see that, and that's the human nature of the game because, as we know, replay doesn't come into a- effect at that point. It was it was an all-timer, Trent, but it was an all-timer, not because, it, to your point, it wasn't a well-played game. We'll remember 9-8, Game 5 of the NL- NLDS Cubs Nationals for a long, long time. People will talk about that game last night.
2: And Max Scherzer now kind of the... The talk of him changes. He comes in there. But look what he did in his first. Uh, R- Bryant, Rizzo, no trouble at all. Boom. Cruising. 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 And look like, well, oh, he's got another inning in I mean, that that was my thought process. Absolutely. Can they get three? I mean, that's that's where my thoughts were. Couldn't he go three innings? Is yeah. that what you have? I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm starting to kind of jump mm-hmm. forward. And then the small trickle, eh. <laughs> we don't Floodgates think. open. Unbelievable. And another reason baseball is so great. If... If you think the game is too slow, and last night, you said it was almost midnight. It yes. was. Four and a half hours to devote to a baseball game. It's difficult for people. I get that. Yep. But if you're a sports fan, you just it's not because of the time. You, oh, well, there's not enough action. That's not what the sport is. It's mm-hmm. these little nuances and, and the crowd shots. So it makes the game so great. And, yes. Love it. When uh, love
1: When it. the Cubs left the bases loaded in the first inning when Hayward, who <laughs> seems like... He crowns out more than anybody that's mm. ever put on a uniform in history, I think. But, I mean, I, it, it just seems like it, right? I yep. mean, Jason Hayward's out. are all ground balls to first or ground balls to second. Uh, you thought, well, well that's going to come back to Biden because yeah. they had something going in that first inning last night uh, as they were a- able to come out and jump on Gio Gonzalez, who, as the broadcast pointed out time and time again, is not good in the first inning. But how about Wade Davis? The broadcast also points out that, you know, I think he's only had one save this year that was beyond three outs, I think once, one maybe? I, think he got I don't think four it all outs. this year. Was
2: that what it was? Maybe one appearance, but I don't think one save opportunity. Okay, so... Um, now we've seen him do it before.
1: Now, right, and we saw him do it again last night. And that and last night, when it counted the most, I mean, that pitch to Bryce Harper to end the game, mm-hmm. A, if you're a Nationals fan, that's who you want to end your season, yep, right? Yep. Either extend it or end it. And they had their guy in the batter's box, and what a game he'd had after, you know, he finally... You know, maybe shook the rust off for him a little bit because he's a better player than we've seen. Although, you know, people would argue that home run he hit the other day <laughs> that looked like Bryce Harper of all. But there he is. He's standing in the batter's box. He's on the line. You're going home. You're are um, are you going on? And Davis throws a filthy, filthy breaking ball down and in. Good night. Drive home safely. Cubs celebrate
3: again.
2: Yeah, that pitch.
1: You're filthy. Oh, absolutely nasty.
2: <laughs> what can you do? And you know, Harper. That, what turned out to be a sack fly that he had in the 7th?
1: 7th, I think, yeah. Or he, six, whatever, just yeah. just
2: missed. He thought he had it. Just yeah. missed. And Darling, I think you said, got it off the end of the bat. Uh-huh. Maybe missed, A little but, bit, yep. And though that initial, especially when you see a hanger like that, and that initial contact, and you have that moment like, oh. Mm. And then you can tell kind of just a moment later. And another part of baseball I love. Where you get that initial surge, Got no, it's not going. Yeah. But it, oh, scores are on. Okay. it scores a run. Okay. It could have. But he was upset. No, I mean, absolutely upset. He, he,
1: he came back to the dugout. Yeah. He threw his helmet down. He was, a, was, Dusty Baker said something. He was pissed off as well. Yep. Not a, not at the yeah, bad, just frustrated that it didn't go. So, a couple of things. Uh, the Cubs are still aren't in Los Angeles. They're on a tarmac in Albuquerque, at least they were, where they've been on the tarmac for the last five hours. Now, it's just starting to trickle out now that
4: apparently
1: there was a medical emergency. That that caused them to land in the first place, not to a player, but to a okay. family member. And don't know. I mean, must be somewhat serious because they, they, they the plane landed mm-hmm. prior to Los Angeles. It's in Albuquerque. So the plane lands, and now all of a sudden, the pilot's got over too many hours, where he has to. I mean, if you, you if you've flown before. I mean, yeah. it's going to happen to you, yeah. right? Well, the 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 flight crew didn't get their their allotted hours where they have to be, you know, on the ground or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and they have to wait for a new flight crew. Now, apparently, that's what the Cubs are doing right now as they sit on the ground uh in albuquerque, so, albuquerque too. yeah right? of all places right, right.
2: just completely random yeah, yeah completely random
1: uh we've got to get a break jason symbol off to vegas we're going to go well, we still don't know who's going to start for the cubs tomorrow quintana wants to lackey i think is more probable uh we know Kershaw's going to go uh we've got baseball tonight game one uh the nfl game from last night philadelphia the eagles they stamped themselves as a major major player in the nfc i think if you're uh, power rank in the NFC, the Eagles would be uh, team number two, right behind the Green Bay Packers. And if you haven't seen it, uh, and if if you're a Twitter junkie like I am, search Panther Punch. There is a nasty, nasty incident in that football game at the end. Two Panthers fans, 26 year old kid and a guy, someone in his fifties. And I, I mean, their team lost. But this guy just clocks this old dude in the stands and it's not gonna end well for the young guy. It really I mean that's assault. He he's cut instantly. I mean Trent he lands a blow. I mean it's if you have a little queasy stomach and you yeah. don't like violence, then don't search Panther Punch. But if you want to see what happened last night uh in Charlotte after the game, oof, nasty. Filthy. We'll get a break. Jason Sybil, Dylan Mont, still to come. Bama Bob this hour. The 1 o'clock hour is packed with NFL conversation along with Tom Caker, Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon to 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG.
3: or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com.
0: As a bee emoji, there's nothing I love more than a strong shot of nectar. But getting behind the wheel when you're buzzed? that makes me want to sting drive sober and make zero fatalities your goal in iowa hello i'm mike lindell inventor of my pillow my employees and i would like to thank you for making my pillow possible years ago when i invented my pillow i thought i was the only one out there with problems sleeping pillows would go flat i'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache so that's why i invented my pillow you can adjust my pillows' patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free.
2: Go to MyPillow.com or call
3: 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines.
2: Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy BNTC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. It's football season, and that means it is time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent in here for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on, college Saturdays and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You wanna go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. It's in the name, Draft House 50, local beers on tap, micro brews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there.
1: It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Dylan Mons covers Iowa State. He'll be here in about eight minutes, preview Iowa State and uh, Kansas, and take a look back at the uh, week of practice. Right now, let's head to uh, Las Vegas, go inside the number CG technology. CG technology in place at the Venetian Palazzo Cosmopolitan Palms, Tropicana, Silverton, the Hard Rock, and headquartered at the M Resort. Uh, Jason Symbol joins us. Jason, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How's things?
3: And how are you guys doing? No,
1: doing fine. Appreciate you coming on. So let's um, well, let's go back just to last night, and then we'll go back to the weekend, see how you, uh, you came out as um, I'm guessing Iowa State was good for you, but we'll find that out. Um, last night, Cubs and Nationals. I know the game that was rained out, you guys uh, struggled uh, trying to get any Nationals money. It evened out, it seemed like, on on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, kind of recap the NL Division Series Cubs and Nationals for us.
3: Cubs-Nationals was, was not a great series for us. In fact, the Cubs are, as we know, one of the most popular fan-favorite teams, and we seemingly needed the Nationals in almost every game. Uh, game five, we actually had a really big decision needing the Nationals because they bet the Cubs in the series price to begin with, and then they bet the Cubbies big last night. So not a great result for us with the, Nationals, uh, with the Nationals losing. However, interestingly enough, we actually do quite well to the Cubs in our futures because even though they're a popular team now, some of the, uh, the luster really wore off them with all the Cubs fans wanting to bet them to win the World Series since they did it last year.
1: What about Yankees-Cleveland? I have to imagine that was good. Well, maybe not because the Yankees are the Yankees. How did that turn out for you?
3: That actually was good for us, especially after game two. People figured the Yankees had no shot, so everybody bet Cleveland. There's no way they're going to blow game three, after, especially after the Yankees had that heartbreaking loss in game two. Then there's no way the Indians are going to lose two in a row. And then, oh, man, there's no way the Indians would lose three in a row. But, of course, they did. So it actually worked out quite well for us.
2: Well, uh, give us a, a look forward here then at the championship series. Astros, Yankees, and Cubs, Dodgers. What price uh, series prices are you dealing right now?
3: So in the NL, the Dodgers are not surprisingly a pretty sizable favorite. I mean, the pitching staff is so tough. They're minus one hundred and ninety. Cubs Cubs plus one hundred and seventy. the Dodgers have perfect rest. Every guy is going to be yep. throwing on, on 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 their full rest or more. Um, Kershaw in Game One is just going to be a massive favorite. So that's part of the reason why the Dodgers are uh, are there. The price of Game One isn't totally determined yet because we're not one hundred percent sure who the Cubs are going to throw, but you know it's going to be Kershaw. In the AL, it's a little bit closer, although the Astros are a solid favorite. They're about plus 170. The Yankees would be plus 150. Uh, sorry, Astros minus 170, Yanks plus 150.
1: Who do you think, uh, who are you guys kind of watching as far as uh, who will start game one for the Cubs? Do you think it's Lackey?
3: Uh, too too hard to say, really. I would imagine Lackey's got a chance. I mean, the game is tomorrow, so you got to kind of back into it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. How they want to stretch the rotation, but you figure Lackey's the guy, and you're looking at Kershaw versus Lackey. I mean, that's a $2 favorite. Uh, let's
1: go back to last weekend Oklahoma, Iowa State. Um, did you have much? I, well, let's kind of recap that game for us, Jason. How did the betting go on that one?
3: We actually needed Iowa State, not surprisingly. Uh, I was just t- talking to Trent a little bit before. We actually did not have a money line up. Generally, when the lines get to about 28 29, we'll stop putting up the money lines mm-hmm. because. From a position of on our side, there's really no equity because nobody really wants to bet, you know, five thousand dollars to win a thousand. But everybody will bet ten bucks on the big dog. So we uh, we didn't have a money line up, but it certainly was a big game for us uh, and a ton of parlays that had Oklahoma in it. So we were able to beat all of those. So a pretty good win. And then what really we were talking about is what do you do with Oklahoma in the futures now? Because you know they still, let's be honest, they still probably have the best win of the season on their resume, mm-hmm. the Ohio State game. But now this loss is going to be worse than any loss that any of the contenders that will be applying for the playoffs will have. So we ended up going to, to 20-1 to with Oklahoma. They were at about 8-1 to before.
2: So Iowa State goes from a 30-plus point underdog to a 20-plus point favorite in two conference games. <laughs> Jason, can you remember anything like this happening before in college football? It's
3: really amazing. I, I'm not actually sure if I've ever seen this. A 53-point swing of a point spread from one week to another just goes you to show the state of the uh, the Kansas uh, program.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. Hey, Jason, last night the Eagles, a nice win. Did you need the Eagles? And then are they starting to open up some eyes amongst the line makers and the odds makers uh, in Las Vegas that, say, you know what, maybe this Eagles team is for real. Uh, they look like the best team in the AFC, uh, in the NFC East. What did you did you need? the Eagles last night, and have you uh, adjusted anything since that impressive win?
3: So, two parts to the answer. First of all, yes, we did need the Eagles last night. Panthers at home, coming on a winning streak. They had beaten the Patriots. They looked pretty good last week as well uh, in their victory against the, uh, I think it was the Lions. So, we definitely needed the Eagles, and uh, that worked out for us. In terms of the uh, the betting and in, in, in general on the Eagles, they had already opened our eyes after the Chiefs game. They actually, it's hard to remember back that far, but. They actually outplayed the Chiefs uh, in Kansas City. It was a tipped ball interception on a screen pass that locked up the win for the Chiefs. So the the the, the Chiefs really got to run for their money from the Eagles. The Eagles have won every other game this year. Uh, they were actually in our power rankings. They were number six before yesterday. They'll certainly jump into the top five after that win. So the Eagles are certainly a team that we're looking at. We went from fifteen to one. Uh, to 10-1 with the Eagles to win the Super Bowl after that big win because now they're going to have a leg up for a home game in the playoffs.
2: So the Sunday night and Monday night games are pretty much dogs. The one I wonder about is Sunday night, though. Giants on the road at 0-5 with no receivers left against that Broncos defense. You're talking to a Giants fan here, by yeah. the way, so oh. be careful. Oh, oh, unbelievably I'm horrible. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry, Mr. Zimble. I know. Well, well, how do you come up with a line like this where it doesn't feel like the Giants, they can't run the ball, Now they don't have any receivers. The Denver against the no fly zone. Yes, it's it's got to be so difficult here. How'd you come up with the number, and how much has it moved to this point?
3: Well, the the number is not easy to make when you have a situation like this. The Giants obviously top four receivers out. The running back who started the season for them is out. They have no players left on offense, seemingly, and it's an offense that stunk to begin with. So when you kind of add in all of those topics um, and then they're playing in what would arguably be one of the best home field advantages on a primetime night game. It's just the recipe for a disaster. But you have to remember that we actually had a lineup on this game from many, many weeks ago when we put out all of the lines for the upcoming season, and the Broncos were a three-point favorite. So you figure wow. both teams at full strength would be Broncos, Broncos minus three. You know, this would be, you know, if this game was week one and both teams came in full strength, you're looking at Broncos minus three, which makes sense. So then you have to take, you kind of have to back into how many, uh, how many points do all of these players mean, and you kind of end up getting about eight and a half points, nine points, which is why the line is 11 and a half, 12 where it is.
1: Hmm. Uh, last thing, Jason Sybil, CG Technology. Is there an, uh, a college game and an NFL game that looks as though you guys are going to really need one side? Uh, college and NFL. Who is the public all over, and who does it look like you guys will need?
3: Well, in the college game, uh, not surprisingly, public all over TCU against Kansas State. You know, figure that's a good one to talk about because it does have the makings of a close game. I think closer than some people might think. Uh, TCU is a seven-point favorite on the road. The public all over TCU, they've become one of the most popular public teams. So we're definitely going to be rooting for Kansas State in that one. In the NFL, obviously the game I just talked about, I don't know who in the world would want to put any of their money behind this giant team. But the other one that's really shaping up to be a public decision for us is the Packers-Vikings. Line is only three, and people see that number for the Packers. They think it's too low because of how hot they are. So we're certainly going to be Vikings fans uh, come Sunday.
1: Good stuff. Jason, uh, appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you in a week's time. Thank you, Jason Sybil. All right, guys, thanks. Yep, Jason Sybil, CG Technology, as Trent and I go inside the numbers. Uh, To the college game we go. Dylan Mons covers Iowa State for the Ames Tribune. We'll get our last look at the Clones and the Jayhawks. Dylan joins us. Dylan, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. As we do as well. Uh, Was it a different week? Covering Iowa State this week, I mean, the glow of the Oklahoma, Joel Lanning, uh, I don't know how he sleeps. He's had so many media requirements, national. It seems like there's been so much that's come out. Is uh, it been different covering Iowa State this week than in, in football than normal weeks?
7: Yeah, it has been a little bit different from a sense of there's all this national buzz and, you know, everybody's in a good mood. But the thing that has kind of remained the same, and uh, we might have talked about it on Monday, is Matt Campbell and even – you know the players. When you talk to these guys, they—it's hard to tell the difference, kind of, uh, when you're a few days removed from the game. The difference between what the win at Akron was like and what the win at Oklahoma was like. This team has really kind of remained um, with a business-like mindset, which has been kind of different from from what you've seen in the past. They really, uh, you know, in the past, obviously embraced big wins, and and, and they did this the same. But it really, they, it seems like they've turned the page kind of quick. Which against a Kansas team that on paper you're better than, that's, that's important to, so you don't have a, a lull against them and find yourself on the other side of the upset.
2: So this Kansas team, again, not very good. They can run the football a little bit here. Trap game, you know, let down spot. We have talked about all these things this week. What would it take for Kansas to pull the shocker, much like Iowa State did last week, and actually win this football game?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think the defense is going to have to start stopping some people uh, for Kansas. They've, they've really had trouble with that. Obviously, last week, Texas Tech really kind of had their way with them. And really, I think a lot of it's going to come down to Iowa State. What do they do offensively? Um, you know, if there's a lot of penalties, if they turn the ball over, if things are kind of, um, you know, if they don't really play a clean game, I think that's where you can kind of get into trouble. So I think if Iowa State really kind of takes care of its business, um, again, and and just kind of uh, you know even plays a little bit similarly to what it did against Oklahoma. Just where it's clean, limited penalties. Uh, I think they're in good shape.
1: Has there been a Jacob Park sighting? as all is he back at practice? Is he with the team? Is he going to school? Do, any any Jacob Park news come out since uh, since uh, Matt Campbell uh, met with you guys on Monday?
7: Yeah, I know he was being at the facility, um, and he is with the team. Uh, and, you know, Matt Campbell said he's not uh, separate from the team. He's around the guys. Um, you know, but wouldn't uh, divulge a ton of information uh, just for, you know, Jacob Parks, you know, private and respect and, and things like that. So uh, all accounts is he's with the team, um, you know, just not uh, what Matt Campbell's called active with the team. Does Do you get the sense he'll play again this year, Dylan? Gosh, it's, it's so hard to say. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he came back. It just all kind of is up, uh, you know, up in the air, the, the, this, you know, personal matter that he's dealing with has been um, so, you know, so tightly, um, you know, wrapped around. And, you know, people haven't really, you know, talked about it at all. And, again, out of, you know, respect for his privacy. But um, it's hard to picture right now what could happen. There's, you know, obviously a number of different scenarios. But, um, you know, it's it's hard to speculate at this point without knowing too much about what the situation is.
2: Have you taken a peek forward weather conditions tomorrow, 11 o'clock kickoff, early one out of Jack Trice?
7: Yeah, it sounds like it might be okay early on, uh, and then then the the rain's supposed to come later in the afternoon. So if they can at least get a little bit of the game in before uh, people have to sit outside in the rain, that would be appreciated by everybody, I'm sure.
1: No doubt. So if it does start raining, does this feel like uh, Joel Lanning's going to see as many, if not more, snaps on offense than he saw last week against Oklahoma? If it's it's difficult to throw the football, it seems like you're going to see more maybe of Lanning on offense. Do you get that sense?
7: Uh, possible. Um, you know, I, I, it's hard to know they don't, you know, tip their hat one way or the other, what kind of way they're going to use Joel. And I could, I could see him being used. I could see David Montgomery running some wildcat. Um, you know, cause obviously with, like we talked about with Joel, uh, 78 snaps on, you know, the three phases of the, in the game is, yep. is a lot for a guy. So I think he could see a lot of David Montgomery too. And, and, you know, just to at least take a little bit of off Joel's plate.
2: All right, one more over to a little basketball. New uniforms. The kids love them. What's what's the deal? You think they're uh, as cool, too, Dylan? Or are you getting to be an old curmudgeon like myself? <laughs>
7: uh, I, I actually kind of like them. Uh, okay. They remind me a little bit of old-school uniforms a little bit with the red trim along the, the shoulders. Yep. And the Hill Magic uh, patch on the pants I think is kind of a nice touch, too, to embrace that identity that the, they created. So I think it's kind of a nice change, uh, you know, with so much turnover that they're going to have with the team this year, all the seniors is kind of, gone away they're going to be looking for some sort of new identity and i think the uniforms are just kind of part of
1: that uh back back to football for my last question any injury update i know that uh willie harvey was still kind of uh i think maybe a, uh, campbell used game time decision uh on monday any any injury updates uh and is there or are there any more uh, walking wounded that may or may not be able to play uh in addition to willie harvey
7: yeah, Willie Harvey is really the only one that I've heard about, and on Wednesday, Matt Campbell said he was somewhere in between questionable and probable. Uh, I think uh, you could see him get out there a little bit. It sounds like he's been running around at practice and you know hasn't been uh, hampered really in that way. He's kind of getting back a little bit into the swing of things and obviously didn't play last week, so I think he's really the main one right now that, that would be of concern, but Everybody else has been kind of banged up. They've gotten back and healthy and into the rotation. So I think you could probably see uh, Willie Harvey out there at least a little bit.
1: We'll recap at one twenty after Matt Campbell's press conference. Of course, you'll be in attendance for that and talking to players, and we'll talk to you on Monday at one we We'll read you, as we always do, at the Ames Tribune. Uh, Thank you, Dylan Moss. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, Good to talk to Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune, Ames Trib dot com, com for Travis and uh, for Dylan Mons. You know, you've said it a couple of times, Trent. And I'm with you. I mean, you don't want to lose what you had last week, you right? But by, by falling on your face against the worst team in the Big 12.
2: The momentum of Saturday, you just, you can't. For Matt Campbell, for going forward to to just getting rid of all those bad <laughs> memories, you can't. Is it a good thing that the, that the
1: Kansas game comes on the heels of Oklahoma. I mean, if there was another team that you yeah, were maybe yeah. a slight
2: favorite. Even Baylor. Even Baylor. Right. That has some talent they are still finding their way. I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. And you certainly wouldn't want this to be, you know, like a West Virginia, you know, a a decent kind of mm-hmm. middle of the pack team. Because then you could see it yes, for sure. I, I
1: think that they could even have, uh, air quote, let a little bit of a letdown and still get by Kansas. Look, here's Kansas's problem. Um, they can't tackle. Well, they can't tackle, but they they are behind twenty-one nothing at the end of every game that they're in, and then they make it a little bit closer. Uh-huh. But they've just they've just come out of the gate so slowly in Big Twelve play. Uh, that to me is the key to Iowa State. Jump on them again tomorrow because you can jump on this Kansas State quarterback play is subpar. Herbert, their running back is is good. He can run. He's put up a ton of yards. The West Virginia game, I think he went crazy. One of them, he went crazy and over two hundred and something yards uh, in that football game. But. Um, I'm anxious to see. Look, I just looked at my iPhone and because they have the hourly yeah, as yeah. far as they go. So this is tomorrow. Well, it's supposed to start raining. just so you know. It's supposed to start raining tonight about 7 o'clock. That rain is in the forecast every single hour, not letting up. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, 50%. 9 o'clock, 70 10 o'clock, 80% chance of rain. 11 o'clock, 80% chance of rain. So... This could be a ground and pound kind of game tomorrow. Slow if they, start, maybe fumble. I think Lanning's going to play
2: or has a chance to play maybe more than he did last week. Yeah, well, and they they've started to get some of those younger linebackers a little bit more time mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's see, can we maybe go twenty five snaps with Joel offensively here and get him down to yeah. forty snaps defensively? You know, do something. If there's ever a game to do it, probably this one. This is I where you can it, I think you tinker can, a little yeah, bit I agree. more. I think it's a very you're very
1: fortunate to have Kansas on the schedule on the heels of maybe the biggest win in school history.
2: It is the biggest. Yeah, I think it is too.
1: Yeah. I, it's I mean it absolutely is it's a conference game road game We're on the road.
2: It's Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Crazy, who crazy. you had. No success against
1: them. Never. They won five games against them. don't they five and whatever? Five and a hundred? Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh Bama Bob's gonna join us next. We'll talk college football. It's not the best of weeks, right? But we've said this before and they always there's always something that's just crazy. Do you like the Red River
2: shootout? Do you have an opinion on that game? I kinda like Oklahoma to bounce Do back. It seems like the wounded team goes in there, but you'd also say, Well, usually it's the underdog team. Oklahoma's still favored by about a touchdown, yeah. so I think Oklahoma bounces back. I wonder what that number was
1: prior to the season starting. Oh. Oklahoma, Texas, and as you say, it's about a touchdown right yeah. now, right? I've seen it. Between it had six to and a half have been double digits before the season started.
2: Texas, you were still unsure, but it was Herman. Yeah, but and, and then, this... then there's that Herman stat. Anytime he's undefeated against the spread and five and one straight up as an underdog as a head coach. Is he five really? and one. That's impressive. Beat That's... Florida State at Houston. He, the only loss was this year to USC. They almost pulled that one out. That it's impressive. So it, too many angles for me. I'm just going to watch it. Yeah, I am, too. I'm not touching that yeah, I'll game. probably bet on it,
1: too. Uh, we'll take a out. Bama Bob will be here in the 1 o'clock hour. Tom Caker is going to join us from Vegas. Uh, Dave Sinek and the head cheese will be here. Nick Athen will preview Chiefs and Steelers. Paul Allen, uh, courtesy of our friends at Mr. Executive, the voice of the Vikings scheduled to join us at 135. Learn more about hair replacement and the options that you have. Mr. Executive, 515. 274 4049, 515 274 4049. They're at 6983 University Ave, as where you'll find the good folks at Mr. Executive. Trent and I are back with Bama Bob on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
5: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans, 1700
2: KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Bellagio.
0: Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Termbusters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters, 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify.
2: It's the J.C. Mystery Sale. Friday through Sunday, save an extra 50, 40, or 30% off regular sale and clearance prices. Come in early for your coupon, peel to reveal your deal, and save instantly. Get select styles of women's Arizona boots, $39.99. St. John's Bay shirts for him and her, $17.99. And kids' exertion performance fleece, just $14.99. Hurry and soon. J.C. Penney. Coupon dollar 13 to 1015. Clearance you vary by store while supplies last. Savings off regular and original... Prices. intermediate have been taken some
4: there's a season for everything and right now it's save up to thirty percent on appliances season at the Home Depot with special buys on innovative appliances that do more like a GE high efficiency washer and electric dryer your clothes get cleaner without the damage and they're just 586 bucks each save 425 on the pair. Savings are in season with up to 30% off appliances at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, U.S. only gas dryer extra C store for details.
8: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
2: have so much fun All out in the sun. here at Camp
3: Sunnyside.
8: Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org.
5: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
0: You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options.
1: Show 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2 o'clock this afternoon as we are Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Let's go around college football. He's Bama Bob. You can follow him on Twitter at Bama Bob as we get into things. Bama, good to talk to you. How's things? Uh, great, Ken. How are you? I'm doing well. Now, you've got jury out from the Cubs game last
6: night. Is it ended Oh, yeah, my God.
1: Well, it hasn't for the uh, the Cubs. They're still trying to get to Los Angeles. Did you hear the story? I haven't no. Their plane was diverted to Albuquerque. They had an emergency in flight. A non not not player, but family member apparently had to land right. in Albuquerque and then the pilot, um, his, he went over his allotted hours that he's allowed to be, you know, behind the In the cockpit or whatever, and then they had to find a new pilot to take them the rest of the way. So they apparently will be landing within the next half hour in Los Angeles. (laughs) Uh, But the good news is they don't have to play till tomorrow. But what a game it was, late Bama. Hey, um, I guess where I want to start with you and and James Franklin's come out today and you know kind of reaffirmed his commitment to Penn State. Did you did you think that was a story, Bam? I know it's Texas A&M, and, there, and there's a ton of money there. There's no doubt about that, and it's the SEC, but they still reside in the West. Penn State's in the East. it's no picnic over there with uh, Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh and Antonio and company. But, um, you know, I never thought for a moment that Franklin would entertain leaving Penn State because he seems to have got things going in the right direction. There he clearly does.
6: Yeah, he does, but I'll, I'll tell you, Ken, the, and I don't know why, just the allure of an SEC – and listen, I understand it's Penn State. To, to me, Penn State – you know, A&M is not as good a job as Penn State. Now, that's just historically and, and you, know, hit, you know, tradition, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but for some reason, the allure of, uh, you know, the SEC and particularly a school in Texas – whether it be Texas or whether it be A&M, I mean, it's hard to turn down. They're going to probably throw a ton of money at him, You know, probably upwards of $5 bucks a year if they were to get rid of Kevin someone. And, you know, listen, he's coached in the conference before at Vanderbilt. Yeah. You, under, you certainly understand why he would leave Vanderbilt for, for Penn State. But, um, man, I, you know, I, listen, I think Franklin is young enough, brash enough, uh, got big enough of an ego, he's not going to be afraid to take on Nick Saban or, or you know Auburn or whoever uh, in, in that LSU. I mean, I think he would see it as a challenge and, and relish it. So I don't totally dismiss it because, listen, these kind of jobs don't come open very often. I mean, now there's going to be probably a few of them this year. Probably one in Arkansas, probably one in Tennessee, depending on buyouts, things like that. Uh, you know, maybe another one. Um, but I don't I don't know the status of that. Ordron is probably not going anywhere. So, listen, that A and M job is not going to come open very often. Uh, I give it some credence, but like I'm with you. To me, he's got you know going up against Urban Meyer and Jim Harbaugh uh, is is as much of a challenge, really, as going up against uh, you know LSU, Auburn, uh, Alabama in my book. So I mean, I think you can certainly get to a playoff, maybe a little easier up there, but. I don't totally dismiss it, like I said, because I think he's just young enough, brash enough, with a big enough ego to say, hey, you know what? I can get it done. I can take off. I can slay the Giant. And Maybe he can, maybe he can't. Who knows?
2: Well, the Giant at the top right now is Alabama. Nick Saban can't find anybody to give him a game. A&M was never really in danger of uh, pulling off the upset in that comeback in College Station. So he's creating his own, uh, I guess, uh, opponent in the media. What in the name of yeah. Donald Trump is Nick Saban doing this week? But this is, is,
6: is, if you follow him enough, he's not taking on the media. He's trying to get a message to his players not to listen to the media. I mean, he understands, nobody, nobody in college football understands or manipulates the media more than Nick Saban. He understands what they're there to do. He understands what it's all about. He understands what his players see, what they read, what they hear, what they're being told, that kind of thing. This was it sounded like, a shot at the media saying you know hey why don't you guys just shut up and you know what you're talking about and all that kind of thing but the message was to his players and list, you know you can listen like you said you can listen to them or you can listen to me you know we're not going to be we're not 63 points better than everybody in this conference uh and i think his players after those two blowout wins over vandy and 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 old miss you know kind of thought well hey uh, you know, maybe we are that good. And this was a wake-up call. This game last week was just absolutely – couldn't have gone any better for a coach like Sabin. His team won. They were challenged. Uh, they got sloppy at the end, but it didn't really cost him anything. Uh, so I, you know, maybe Clemson caught up to him a little bit more, but that doesn't really matter. The polls don't matter anymore. We know that. So um, this that game could not have gone any more perfect for him in terms of refocusing his team in season because now he's going to face – a couple more cupcakes in Arkansas, and then Tennessee comes in. And so it's funny to call them cupcakes, but I don't think either one of those games is going to challenge his team at all. I would be stunned if either one of them did, especially at home. So, this is more of a message for when they go back on the road again, maybe at Auburn, which you would hope they wouldn't need any motivation. Uh, Mississippi State, wherever it is, uh, that you know, listen. Remember the last time we went to A&M, and it almost cost you. Don't listen to what everybody's
1: telling you. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Bam, I want to go to the Big 12 with you. TCU now finds themselves uh, on, tap, uh, on top. Uh, Texas is 2-0. Now we'll save the Red River shootout. But TCU-K-State. Now, K-State, Jesse Ertz, a quarterback, is hurt. He's going to miss a significant amount of time. A lot of people out there that uh, are paying close attention to what some see as maybe a potential upset in this game k State does Snyder have one in him can he pick off Patterson and TCU and and knock them from the unbeaten ranks this week
6: well, I think without urge I think it's going to be really tough I mean to me I mean I watched the Vanderbilt game a good bit of it and he was all they had from what I saw um, you know TCU this is this TCU reminds me a lot of Washington State um, Ken and, and I think I think the uh, the Cougars could be in this is a test for them tonight against yeah, Cal, uh, yeah. Cal because, you know, Cal's a team that's lost three in a row. They beat an ACC and an SEC team in North Carolina and, and, this, and Ole this And you thought, wow, look. But now we know those two teams aren't very good. You know, USC coming off a win. I'm sorry, Washington State coming off a win at USC. Really nice follow-up at Oregon last week. Kind of one of those trap letdown games. I see this TCU in a similar situation They've got two really nice wins, really nice wins under their belt at Oklahoma State, and then followed up with a win uh, over West Virginia. Now they kind of get into a run, even though two or three are on the road, of Kansas State, Kansas, Iowa State before they play Texas. So you know you, you could see a little bit of a letdown if you're not careful on TCU's part. But you know Snyder's been around forever. He knows the way. He knows the only way to win this game. He's not going to outscore him. He's not going to outshoot him. Uh, he's not going to want to shoot out. It's just going to be one of those manage the clock kind of Bill Snyder things to make it a try to make it a forty-minute game, if you will, instead of a sixty-minute game. Uh, in terms of you know, couple series and punt that sort of thing. But man, without Ertz, I just TCU to me is playing as well as anybody in the Big Twelve, uh, including Oklahoma. Uh, and I I would be surprised, but look, it's early. Sometimes those eleven a.m. games. I mean, we saw it in Norman. Uh, you know, I don't know if that had anything to do with it at all. I don't think it did, because I think Iowa State just, you know, just punched uh, Oklahoma in the face. But you know, sometimes these early games, you know, or you know, you get a 7 a.m. wake up call. You know, college kids don't like that. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But I don't give, I give, you know, TCU maybe about a one in five if at best chance of, of knocking on TCU tomorrow.
2: The other big one in the Big 12, the Red River Shootout. And, yes, it'll always be the shootout to me, not a rivalry. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it is Texas <laughs> and Oklahoma from the fairgrounds at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, so, so many different ways. You could talk about Tom Herman as an underdog, how good he's been. Oklahoma hasn't lost back-to-back regular season games since 1999. It's been a long, long yes, it's time. Has it been since that 99. long? 99. Unbelievable. Yeah. Which direction yeah. are you leaning right now, Bama?
1: And you know, this is a
6: you have to like you have to like Oklahoma a little bit because you would think that the Iowa, you know, Lincoln Riley talked about it. Um, you know, hey, listen, this our season really starts today uh, after the Iowa State loss, and uh, you know whether it does or doesn't, I, I don't really know, but I probably coming off that loss, there's no better opponent if you're Oklahoma. Then you want, if you're the coaching staff at Oklahoma, then you want to face them in Texas because it is your biggest rival. I know you know technically it's maybe Oklahoma State, but I, I think this is your by far your biggest rival. It's not where Texas isn't where they've been in the years past. We know that it's been a while, um, but uh, you got to think Baker Mayfield is, is, is got to be re-energized, refocused, whatever you want to call it for this game. Uh, but that said, Texas is. Texas has gotten a lot better. I saw them again, you know, as we all know, we all saw them. First week against Maryland, you're like, man, nothing's changed. And now a lot's changed since then. They've dropped a couple of games, but uh, I think they've gotten a lot better. Uh, I, I lean Oklahoma, but I think it's going to be close. And it would not stun me if, if somehow um, Texas were to win this game. And we talked about it. At the, you know, when, they, when Bob Stoops stepped down, this, this is Lincoln Riley. The, the honeymoon's not over. But you lose tomorrow, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, maybe it is a little bit, because you're, you're at that point you're out of the playoff. You may be out of the big 12 picture, depending on how other results go. So this is a must win for them. And uh, I think that Iowa State game ultimately is going to cost them a lot. Uh, although tomorrow I'm leaning Oklahoma because I, I just if you't if you can't put Iowa State behind you, the old don't let one game cost you two, this is a classic example of that because if Oklahoma doesn't show up tomorrow, and if they do have any kind of
1: hangover, Texas will put it on them. Mm. Bama, 90 seconds left. Uh, let's go LSU-Auburn uh, inside my favorite division in college football, the SEC West. Right. Uh, LSU, nice win last week. Auburn's, Auburn's proven that I think they are legit. And the Iron Bowl, while well, Alabama's clearly going to be a, uh, a deserving favorite, maybe it'll be closer than we thought it might be You know, back in August, September. Give me, uh, give me 60 seconds on LSU uh, hosting Auburn this week.
6: Well, you talk about 99, Ken, that's the last time Auburn won in Baton Rouge, and that stuns me Mm, because I play there every year. You know, look, Auburn entering, right now they're clearly considered the third-best team in in the SEC, Alabama and Georgia being the top two. Mm -hmm. The tough stretch for Auburn, three straight on the road, at LSU, at Arkansas, at A&M, and then, oh, by the way, they finish at home with Georgia and Alabama. So Mm. we're going to find out, and then obviously between now and the rest of the season, you know, is Auburn legit? You know, they beat beaten Ole Miss, they beat beaten the city state, they beat beaten Missouri. Okay, you know, they need a quality team in those three. So we're going to find out, I think, starting tomorrow. LSU ride that ship after Troy. Um, look, I don't know how – it's always a good win. You go into Florida and win, but how good is Florida? We don't know. This is a game, if Auburn really wants to be considered legitimate, this is a game they have to win. on Johnson is playing as well as he's played uh, in his career at Auburn. Stidham, finally, it looks like he's driving the ball downfield a little bit. Um, LSU going to have a lot of momentum coming in. I think the crowd's going to be back in it. Uh, they turned on them after Troy. They're probably going to get them back. Uh, LSU probably wishes this was a night game instead of a 2:30, uh, but that's the way it is. So Auburn should win the game. They're more talented, I think, across the board. LSU still has quarterback issues. Uh, Etling is just he's not consistent. Um, but uh, if Auburn doesn't come in and 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 are ready to play, this this is this is a this is a three or four point game. I think I think it's certainly within one score. Auburn should win, and if they want to be considered legit, they need to win because I think Alabama or Georgia would beat LSU by about ten points plus.
1: Hmm. Does that judge or does that? Uh, I mean, you've got jury, you're on the jury duty list for Monday. Did they not realize this college football season? Bama, I mean, you're free any other time of year. This is crazy. You know, well,
6: that's a, well, you know, Ken, you know, it says only under extreme circumstances are you allowed out. Well, clearly they don't understand extreme. Right. I mean, this de- qualifies. Their definition is different than mine. So, you know, I think I'm just going to go in and say, look, the guy looks guilty, He wouldn't be here if he wasn't. Let's see what that gets me.
1: Well, that gets you on the air with us at 1240 on Monday. We, we, we hope that that works out that way. <laughs> Thank you, Bam. We'll talk to you over the All weekend, pal.
6: All right, Ken. Take care. Yeah, Appreciate
2: it. Good to it. talk
1: to you, Bama. Bob, jury duty for him on uh, Monday. When was the last time did you get? When was the last time you were notified?
2: Never, haven't you? Never. You're due. Thirty seven years. Wow. So, and well, I guess nineteen of them legal able to do, eighteen or twenty one. You got to be.
1: <laughs> You're know. asking me. I don't know. <laughs> you, I got you, a letter Canadians. about ten years ago. Honest to God, yeah. you know. And in big, bold letters, my response was C-A-N-A-D-I-A-N, and I'm free. Uh, The 1 o'clock hour is next. Tom Cakert's on vacation. He wants to talk to us. Who are we to say no? We'll talk to Tom Kakert next. Uh, Dave Sinikin is here. Nick Athan is here. The voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, brought to us by Mr. Executive. And our pick still to come in the 1 o'clock hour on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
0: 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl.
5: Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines Metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com.
1: Join us for an evening of celebration, reflection, and commitment at Wildwood Hills Ranch Wild About the Child Banquet. Hear inspiring stories how Wildwood Hills Ranch has impacted the lives of Iowa's youth from its beginning and learn how you can be a part of its amazing history. The event is at the Holiday Inn, Jordan Creek, on Sunday, October the 29th from 6 until 8. Event info and registration can be found on their website, wildwoodhillsranch.org
7: as a sleepy face emoji i know we all get tired sometimes but if you start to nod off behind the wheel, then wake the up stay
8: alert and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. The GenuCell giveaway continues. Hey, the folks at Chamonix need to empty their warehouses, so order now. You'll get double your GenuCell order free. GenuCell is a natural plant stem cell treatment with advanced peptides for those pesky bags and puffiness under the eyes, and with GenuCell's immediate effects, you'll see amazing results in about 12 hours. Call now. Get double your order of GenuCell free. GenuCell's backed by the best customer service in the business and an ironclad 60-day money-back guarantee. And if you call now, you'll get a two-month supply of the legendary Deep Firming Serum also free. Call in the next 20 minutes and get a free two-month supply of Esotique RF, Chamonix's Most Popular Wrinkle Treatment Free. That's your fourth free gift. Call 800 525 8345 or go to geniusel.com Double up on geniusel Get the Deep Firming Serum and Esotique, all free while supplies last. Limited time offer, order now, and shipping is also free. 800 525 8345 800 525 8345 that's 800 525 8345.
0: If you've fallen behind on your taxes, you know that the IRS is already coming for their money. And they'll get it too by garnishing your wages or maybe even taking your home or business. They call it enforced compliance. And you'd better watch out because the penalties and interest compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. You need to call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. Solving tax issues is all they do. One call to Optima starts the process to stop the demand letters. And and stop aggressive collection actions. They get to work immediately, fighting to protect your assets and helping you put your tax problems behind you. The IRS writes off millions every year, and Optima knows all the ins and outs of the IRS's tax assistance programs that could save you thousands. So what are you waiting for? Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-931-4033. 800-931-4033. 800-931-4033. <laughs> Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Walk
2: to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an Out of the Darkness Community Walk. Register for a walk near you at OutOfTheDarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, education.